0: Hey, STR Nation, it's Mike Shogren. Before we get into this week's podcast episode, I wanted to just drop a quick special announcement. This upcoming Wednesday, August 11th, I am hosting a free live deep dive training with me to show you exactly how to launch, automate, and scale a short-term rental business. Now, I typically only do these about once a quarter. Um But I always like to make sure that I give you guys first dibs on this. So I haven't marketed this anywhere else, but for STR Nation, I love you guys. I'm super grateful for you. We're approaching 50,000 downloads, which I am so incredibly grateful for. So thank you so much for tuning in to E&I every single week. I am so grateful. But on this special training, I am going to break down exactly how to launch, automate, and scale a short-term rental business. Even if you don't live in a big studio or vacation town... And even if you don't have any money to actually buy or rental arbitrage, any of your units, I'm going to show you exactly how we did it, how we went from zero to retired in 18 months. I retired myself, my wife, and my mom, and how I'm teaching hundreds of students all over the world how to do the same for themselves through my mastermind program. But I want to teach you guys how to do this for free on this free live training. So make sure you go to strsecrets.com slash webinar, sign up totally free. And I'll see you on the inside. Now enjoy this week's episode.
1: There's going to be days that you're like, okay, maybe this isn't for me. This is a disaster. Am I doing the right thing? You know, I'm bad at like every, all those negative thoughts are going to happen. Problems are going to happen. But no matter what, if you keep course, I am a big believer. If you put the effort in and keep course, it's always something will work out. Something's got to give. So, you know, as long as you stay motivated and determined and work through those obstacles and the hardships that are thrown your way, you can be successful in this business.
0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Short-Term Rental Secrets Podcast. I am your host, Mike Jorgren, here with my main man and brother from another mother, Mr. Emmanuel Pani. What's up, B? E?
2: My brother. Good to see you. Uh, so grateful to be home. It's always so much easier to do podcasting from home where we have our spaces and it's quiet and it's just good Wi-Fi and just, you know. Um, fingers crossed I have a term sheet that came in for the refi. So for those of you that have been following the show, you know that I've been on this refinancing quest for, I would say, uh, the last year at least. Um, Spoke to a bank, great bank, local lenders, great terms. Um, So super, super excited with that. Um, We have a 28-unit long-term property under contract in South Carolina. I'm flying out there on Monday to take a look at it and just do a little inspection and meet property managers. And it's good, man. We have another unit, SDR unit going live soon. So I'm going to see it for the first time tomorrow. Um that's why I was saying, like if it, it feels, you know, it feels like this week has been like nine, 10 days long. Um, but super grateful, man. It's just such a good, such a good time. Like I'm having <laughs> I'm having such a good time at life. So I'm just very grateful for that you know
0: love it i love it yeah we're uh we're in the middle of the same so the the committee at the bank is supposed to meet next wednesday to review our application for the refi for the first hotel and then i should hear back any day now on the offer on our third hotel so fingers crossed for that one and uh, i've got another str going live or at least the tenants are moving out September first, and then we'll be able to get in there and, and get it all designed and stuff. So, looking forward to that, and um, and that's going to be a topic for today, which I'm super pumped about because uh, got our friend Tatiana on here. But let me let me do her justice and pull up her bio here, so yeah, I don't miss anything. Let's and go. We'll get right into it. So, so today on the show we have Tatiana Taylor Tate, and she's award an award winning designer helping individuals design beautiful homes and create passive income through property rentals. With almost seven years in the short-term rental industry, she now uses her knowledge to educate hosts to stop getting in their own way and build the financially free life that they love. Ooh. Welcome to the show, Tatiana. Thanks for being here.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, excited to have you. So why don't you, um, why don't you walk us back you know, to the beginning and how, how did you get in sh- involved with short-term rentals you know, almost seven years ago now?
1: Oh, wow. Well, it's been, uh, I'd like to say it's been a long and crazy ride um, to get (laughs) to where we are today. And I'm sure you guys have experienced the same in different formats. But when I first started um, to think about it, I was kind of at the very beginning I was probably at like the lowest point of what I thought was like my life in the history of at that time and you know I was dealing with the loss of a family member I was dealing with I I had to put my dog down I got laid Mm -hmm. off from a job it was like it was like what else can happen and you know I was I've always been very open-minded and hardworking and, you know, resourceful. Um, I think especially in this business, we have to be resourceful. Um, and I went to school for marketing and graphic design at the time and I finished that. So I was doing, uh, working for myself freelancing, but it just wasn't, you know, getting to where I wanted it to be. I was working crazy hours and everything, um, So I started helping out a developer uh, who wanted, he was like, oh, well, you have an eye for design. And I was like, well, graphic design, interior design, I guess so. (laughs) Um, So I helped him design a couple of properties and he really liked where it was going. And the customers that we had loved where it was going. And at the time, he actually had a small property management business. Um, So I was like, you know what, there's something here. Um, Can you be my mentor? And me learn everything underneath you. Um, with with that, he ended up actually bringing me on to his company, and I worked there for about five years, um, learning every trick of the trade for property management. Uh, we also did renovations um, and new builds. But originally, the business started building with coach homes and laneway houses, which are like, I'm not sure if you guys call it the same thing where you are, but it's basically a small house in our guest house in place of like where your garage would be in your backyard. Um, So I got really good at working in small functional spaces and bringing as much as we can into these functional spaces. So from there, I was like, there's something here. Let me try to start this, like at the time I couldn't own a property. Um, I was just getting started in business and pricing real estate in Vancouver. You guys is outrageous. It's like New New York level. Um, If you want a two bedroom, anything, at least to own, you're looking at almost a million dollars. So I was at the time living in a two bedroom basement suite, which I think my rent at that time was $2,000 a month. And I was like, you know, this is a lot for one person to take on. And I didn't always want long-term renters or anything like that, that I had to share the space with. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to throw it up on Airbnb and use what I learned um, through property management and everything from there. So I was renting my room out, no joke, you guys, renting my room out for 90% of what my rent was at the time. So I was living there for next to nothing. I was sharing the space, but I'm pretty outgoing and a people person anyway, so it wasn't a big deal. And that helped me kind of save up a bit. And then I moved into pitching developers because in Vancouver here our permitting is crazy so I knew when developers bought properties that they had to sit on to get all their permitting I was like well there these houses are vacant they don't want to pay empty house property tax and they don't want people breaking in and squatting into the home so here I had an opportunity to you know, have an offer to the developers to be like, well, you should just rent for me, um, at, rent to me, sorry, at a fraction of the cost and I'll take care of the property, no problem. And I explained to them what I was doing and everything from there. So my first uh, place that I actually built was, well, I guess it rented out, uh, did short-term rentals with, was a seven bedroom house. And um, previously to that, when I was renting out my second bedroom in my unit, I actually ended up renting out my whole basement suite because I went traveling to Europe abroad for like three months to like spiritually find myself and, you know, um, everything from there. But what I did is I, when I was traveling, I loved, like absolutely loved the hostile concept and fell in love with that, but not just like you know, not a party hostel. I was staying at like some unique hostels that offered quite a bit in the space. They had a unique design. They were beautiful. There was a couple in Barcelona that I actually fell in love with. So what I did is I brought that concept and applied it to the seven bedroom house. And I was like, this is going to be a hostel. It's communal style living. Um, everything is amazing. Each bedroom was like, uniquely designed and like numbered for everyone so with that in like five months I made enough to put a down payment for a two-bedroom condo on Um, I flipped that did the same thing with rentals and everything from there and just continued to grow Um, and then along the way people kind of caught wind of what I was doing and they were like well I have this place how can you help me here you know and um or like oh we can do it at this property so i was like yeah we can do this and we can apply um, everything and now i guess seven years down the road i've helped over 30 families either build homes or build short-term rentals and put them into retirement and um, i've grown now to teach people to do the same online and that's that's it that's the story
0: i love it i love it that's amazing What a great story. I
2: have no idea where the story was going. I just got to
0: say, I was just looking at you while she was speaking, and you totally have that like stone cold inmate look going on now with like your button down, your slick back hair. I'm like, I wouldn't want to get in a fight with this guy. He's going to shank me. (laughs) It's because, and
2: I have my hair clipped back, so it looks even worse, but I'm still me. I still love you. I will hug you before doing anything else to you. Um, But I was so fascinated by the story because there were just so many so many obstacles that you had to like kind of overcome and being in an expensive market is it's one of the main ones that a lot of people have, right? Like we're in South Florida, Boston, like there are markets that like, if you're mm-hmm. in the early stages, it's very hard. Um, so how, how did you have that moment of like, because we talked about this on the last show is like one of our mentors always used to say, say yes and figure it out later. And I think oh, you, yeah. you clearly had that moment there when they're like, you do graphic design, now just design something. And you're just like, it's not quite the same thing, but you did it anyways, right? So what was that like for you on like, on a mindset perspective and, and kind of like, how did that whole thing kind of worked out for you?
1: Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I agree with you in the whole kind of just say yes and figure it out from there. Um, what I did initially I was like okay yeah I'll give it a try let's see what happens and everything it it was definitely harder there was a lot especially you know learning new builds and renovations I had to I didn't know going into this anything about construction or real estate or anything from there so everything I was learning in the field underneath someone i'm learning like i'm going to the city and learning permitting and all this kind of you know stuff all the small components that go into it and with that eventually i ended up you know years being into the company i ended up getting like interior design certification but nothing compares to what you can learn in the field and when you throw yourself into the experience and learn from the mistakes that are being thrown at you Um, Like I said, one of probably the best attributes about me is I'm resourceful. I always think, you know, let's, there's always an answer to the problem. Let's just think of it from a different point of view, and the solution will present itself. And I'm really big on that. Um, And, you know, without the journey, and the obstacles and you know climbing through the mud that was to get here it wouldn't feel as good as it does today if it was just like something that you know was handed or anything from there that just fell into place. For
2: sure, mm-hmm. I for love sure. that I love I love that because it's just we all like for example for me right this refinance has been like a 10-year process and and you're just like you wish it happened sooner but then it didn't happen sooner for a specific reason and it's Mm -hmm. just like it's it's all a matter of like the overnight success always ends up taking about like eight to ten years then just kind of like how the overnight thing works um but then I also love just because I had somebody reach out to me on on IG the other day and be like I listen to all of your guys's podcasts what now I'm like man now you just you just go like there is mm. nothing like, you know, what I mean, like there is a point that like, especially if you've been with us and you listen to all of our shows, whatever you've been with us from the beginning or whatever, this is a recent thing. And you've just been like Netflix binging our show and you just listen to all of it in in the last couple of months. There is nothing else like if you got this far and listened to all of these shows, you already have everything that Mike and I had Tatiana had when when we got started, like we didn't have. I wouldn't say we had like five to 10% of the resources and the content available that is available now. So if you listen to our show, I assume you listen to a couple other shows, watch YouTube videos, like you know enough, but then you just mm-hmm. got to jump because if not, you you can just keep learning.
1: Totally. What? And I think, Oh yeah, go ahead, Mike.
0: I was going to say, cause I'm, I'm betting that you relate to this, but <clears throat> you knew what you wanted and then you were vulnerable enough to ask that person to mentor you too right and there's there's two different ways to gain the knowledge like you're getting free information from this podcast from your ig stuff tatiana that i was on and thank you that was a lot of fun right like we're giving a lot a lot of free content if you want to take it to the next level then yeah go find a mentor or go start taking action but at some point you're going to have to act like You don't want to just get caught up in the consumption of it. You need to go out and start putting yourself out there. So start with what do I want? Why do I want it? Who's gotten the results that I want to get? And then how do I learn from them? Like, it's honestly that simple. And then you need to get vulnerable to go out and actually do the work.
1: Exactly. And I think that's what separates a lot of people is, you know, if it's fear that's like mind numbing you or your ego that's stepping in the way, the difference is, you know, kind of like quieting that ego and going out and just doing it because if you're not taking action there's change isn't going to happen you're going to be in the same circle of this you know this hamster wheel this rat race whatever you want to call it you're doing the same thing and we all know that saying of like what is the definition of insanity it's doing the same thing and expecting a different result so a hundred percent um i think especially if you are, there's so many great resources out there. And, you know, with the value you guys offer on your podcast, on our pages, on Clubhouse, it's out there. There's a million Facebook communities. You can definitely get value that you need. um, And it's either taking action through that or, you know, invest in yourself. If you don't invest in yourself in this business or, and like find a mentor or a program to learn through, then, you know, you got to take one of the obstacles or else you're just always going to be at a standstill.
0: Hundred percent. So one of the things that I I wanted to focus on for this episode because we haven't talked, we've talked, we've touched on it, but we haven't talked too much about it. But like when we were talking offline, it's like you know what is really the sweet spot that helps you differentiate your stuff. And you talked about like the way that you design properties to create the experience for people. Mm -hmm. And I completely understand that because that that is what makes the difference. Yes, you need to do all the operational things and make sure it's clean and do all these things. That's a given. And then to take it to that next level and really drive it home and create a good experience, it starts with the design. So do you want to like talk us through that and how you think through like creating that experience for somebody?
1: Of course. Um, So basically, that is one point that I want to go over is because I'm I'm sure you guys have heard this from other hosts that are kind of like learning in the field, but people tend to think like, okay, I have this space. it It has a bed. It has everything. That is the bare minimum to get this going and people seem to think that's enough. Nowadays with how saturated the market is that is not enough you have to do what you can to stand out and you know really offer a unique experience. So one of the things that I tell my students all the time now um, and anyone that I'm managing their properties from is we have to figure out and narrow down what your unique value proposition is what is going to set you out set you apart from the competition and you know when i go through the space i do look at all the things that then the property initially offers so does it offer amenities that's unique is the location unique and going to provide something from there so there it's not just things that are interior to the home you want to also you know include exteriors if this place has an amazing backyard Let's embrace that. I have a client in Atlanta, Georgia that I am co-hosting for. And this place is so unique in its theme. We, She has a beautiful guest house. Everything is mid-century bohemian. And then just to add to the space, they've added an Airstream, which is totally done out as well. And they have a fire pit um, with a barbecue. They have the beautiful patio string lights we've added. Um, an outdoor sectional where they're going to do movie projection and everything. So really, this is an amazing outdoor space in the middle of Atlanta, Georgia, that you wouldn't even think about, um, that people can kind of go and escape for the weekend. And that's something that's unique to that space. No other homes in that area are offering something like that at all. Um, So that is a good idea of things. But when you're in the home, I like to almost theme out each room um, or like the living room. Each house will have its own theme um, and then you will go with that style um, and then really kind of work from there. Then at that point, you tie in small things, small details like, you know, when guests check in, um, what is, are you giving them a little gift? Um, Are you giving them a a branded postcard? Are you giving them something that, is going to make them want to come back, make them want to share it online. Um, I think we all, all share you know, the term Instagrammable. Uh, that is something I always put in people's minds. What is Instagram worthy in this place so we can get more eyes on it and it's doing more marketing for you um, so you don't have to be doing all the footwork.
0: 100%. One of our go-tos that our designer loves to do are those swing chairs, right? Because yeah. it's such like a unique thing, but it looks so cool. And it's just something that's just different. And it it doesn't cost a ton of money, but it just totally, it's something like, look, at, they got a swing chair. Like, that's cool, right? It's just something mm-hmm. different that people like want to take selfies in and just like hang out in. And it's just a cool little feature that you can have in any home, like whether it has a backyard or not. And one thing that you talked about that, drives me nuts. Like I've got a bunch of students down in uh, the Florida market and a bunch around Disney. And it's a very, um, it's a lot of properties there for rent. Right. So I'm like, what can you do to stand out? And I'm like, I'm seeing a lot of these properties that have a pool or some type of outdoor space. And I'm like, why wouldn't you just put like string lights up and like little other outdoor furniture and like Mm -hmm. take a nice sunset shot, like showcase that space. Like not every property has that like make it look as good as possible like just doing those little things is what's going to set you apart especially if you're in you know a saturated market or if you're not you know if you're in a quiet market it's going to be like i'm staying there like that's the one i want to go to
1: totally and that's what makes your property stand out that and not only are you increasing in bookings you're increasing in your income that's coming in and then that gives you the ability to scale more and when people know that you're presenting, like you are at a certain level, you know, offering a five-star experience and they know that they've stayed at your places and they're gonna get that. When you start scaling, guess, you know, guess who they're booking with right away. And that's something that I like to put in everyone's mind because not throwing shade on anybody in like Facebook groups or anything, but I've presented these ideas and other, you know, short-term rental Facebook groups. And I'm like, here's what works this helped me. It's out there. If you want to do it, it's great. And you wouldn't believe the responses we get back of people being like, oh, there's not enough profit, room for profit for that. Or there's not, you know, why would I do that? I've already, I'm already doing enough for them. Or like, you know, and, and that kind of mentality really keeps you inside the box and puts a ceiling on this business when really this business should not have a ceiling on it at all. It's as much as you want to put into it. And as large, as large as you want to scale this business, then that is totally up to you. The opportunities there.
0: You want to have an abundance mindset at the end of the day. Exactly. Month. Like that scarcity mindset. Those are the people that aren't going to be in business three years from now. And we're going to be taking up their units because they're not, exactly. they don't have the right frame of mind to keep leveling up, the experience for people it doesn't have to be anything crazy but it's like just put in that one little extra to just set yourself apart but if you don't you're not going to be in business very long you're just not you constantly have to evolve and keep moving it to the next level
2: Mm -hmm. um let's say that we have somebody that is listening right now right and and they're at the beginning kind of stages and kind of similar to you right they they hack their way through maybe having like 5 5 to 10 grand on the side right and they're want to do arbitrage and they're like okay i'm going to have to put 5 grand down i'll have 5 grand left right how how do you spend that limited budget to get the most the most for your money so if if we were to say you have that limited budget right let's say 5 5 to 10 grand right like what is the things that maybe you've seen that they're worth the money. And then the things that you like, if you have to go to Goodwill or a thrift store for this piece, you can go and really save money there. Where, where mm-hmm. how would you tell people? Like, how do you spend the money?
1: I love working on a budget. That's my <laughs> MO. Um, but with, with I mean, we that... all do,
2: right? Like ultimately, like, no matter like what point in life you're like, you know what I mean? Like Mike renovating a, a hotel, we're still on a budget, like we just can't go wild.
1: So yeah, like, uh... One of the, so I've kind of broken it down to a science. So I've created a whole checklist for each of my places. They know exactly what needs to be them in, in them and everything from there. When it comes to certain items, I do swear by, so like dishes, plates, things that can get broken and need to be replaced, I do swear by IKEA just because they're always gonna be there um, to replace. You're always gonna be able to find that same color dish. Um, so when it's sim- like simple stuff like that in the basics, IKEA 100%, um, when it comes to you know linens, sheets, towels, all that stuff, I actually you know, recommend to most people to build partnerships with hospitality companies. All my linens and everything from that are through a hospitality company. So I'm getting wholesale pricing on duvets, linens, towels, you name it. Um, because that price doesn't beat the stores. And that's just something, you know, most people in the public can um, purchase from there. You just have to create an account and everything and find someone on Google that supplies. Um, Other than that, uh, for mattresses, I do recommend like if you wanna go buy a mattress, Good Morning or Endy, because they are delivered to your door and, um, you know, they're quite affordable. But another way that I do with mattresses, surprisingly, um, if it is a place that's kind of on a budget and you want to check, you obviously want to check, make sure it's in good condition and there's nothing wrong with it and it's comfortable, but Facebook marketplace is your friend, Um, especially for so many things like mattresses, um, your bed frames, you name it, you can get everything on there, a fraction of the cost and it's ready to go. Um, just make sure you check that it's in good condition but that has been a godsend especially when I had the seven bedroom property I do not want to buy seven bat- brand new mattresses that would eat up my budget right there um, that home goods in the states is really good for small pieces Wayfair online um, but anything that I purchase online especially if it's like Wayfair Amazon read the reviews and look at the actual pictures that they give you because that's how you tell you know i'm sure you've seen so many times on instagram where it's like this is what i thought i was ordering and this is what i got and it's a disaster so you definitely always want to compare re- with the photos and the reviews to know that you're getting something that's good quality but i'd say you know those three places you know making partnerships with hospitality groups Facebook Marketplace, IKEA, home goods, and then you know as you start scaling your businesses and scaling your budget, then start going to other companies. And of course, if you're a constant buyer, um, these companies will create accounts with you and you can build discounts and relationships with them over time as well.
0: Oh, I just realized I was on mute. <laughs> and as you scale a lot of them, you know you could get, Uh, business lines of credit with them right so you'll you'll be able to purchase the stuff they'll ship it to you and then they'll send you an invoice whether it's you know 30 60 90 day terms whatever it is to totally get you set up Um, so for you I mean your business has evolved so much like what does it look like now for you like are you still hosting and co-hosting and buying properties or like what is your your business looking like these days
1: so always growing right now, I'd say my main focus is the, co- is the coaching aspect and my program. But other than that, I do have several properties that I still co-host um, slash property manage uh, if you want to break it out that way. And then I, have, I don't have the one that I do rental arbitrage for anymore just because I sold my last condo and we're looking to buy in the interior right now. Um, my, my father actually, we helped him with a good concept there where he built a duplex and he's been doing the short-term rental out of there. So I'm kind of trying to build the same plan now next to him. Um, so just looking for a couple of properties out there that I like just because it's a great space. Um, and there's lots to do out there, but other than that, Uh, it's mainly coaching. I want to make sure that, you know, I found something I'm passionate about and that works. And this gives people a lot of financial freedom and stability in their life and, you know, opportunity. And I think that's something when you when you have something like that, you want to scream it from the rooftops and make sure as many people can be successful in that way as well. Because there is other options than working a nine to five until you retire or you know past retirement now for most people.
0: Hundred percent, hundred percent. It's um, we talk about a lot, but I'm so grateful for this industry because it completely changed the trajectory in my life. Like. Eve talks about all the time, like when he met me, like I was the cubicle accountant, man, like that, that was me, like I was stuck in the cubicle all day, just feeling like there had to be something better, but nobody, mm-hmm. nobody had anything to, to show me, at least through traditional education, You know, I learned a lot that way, but not not really about how to truly grow and scale a business and create, you know, income and freedom for myself, and my family. You know, that all came later through personal development and mentors and coaching programs and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I'm I'm super blessed. And it's changed so many lives. And that's why I love doing this podcast because you get to meet more people like yourself that it's literally had the same exact impact. So it's like it's not just E and I that this has happened to, it's you. It's the 60 plus other people that we've had on the show that it's completely changed their lives because of this industry so you just gotta you gotta grab it by the horns and just go for it if this is what you want to do
1: of course and i think the other thing to you know just to your viewers to say the honest truth is there's going to be days that you're like okay maybe this isn't for me this is a disaster am i doing the right thing You know, I'm bad at like every, all those negative thoughts are going to happen. Problems are going to happen, but no matter what, if you keep course, I am a big believer. If you put the effort in and keep course, it's always, something will work out. Something's got to give. So, you know, as long as you stay motivated and determined and work through those obstacles and the hardships that are thrown your way, you can be successful in this business. 100%.
0: Hundred percent. We talked about that on the last episode. We called it the power oh, of your amazing. tribe, where it's just totally. like if you surround yourself with those people that are going to support you. When your energy's down here and you're doubting yourself and second guessing yourself, you know you have that support network to kind of pull you back up and just keep you on the path. E, were you going to add something?
2: Um, yeah, I was just kind of on the question that came to mind to me. So like, also knowing that you're still doing so many things, but you are kind of switching your focus more towards the coaching side what what does your back of the house look like like is it is it just you you have a va like what kind of systems do you leverage because obviously like that's the other piece right like if you don't want to spend a lot of time doing it you have to spend time kind of creating the infrastructure um and i know a lot of people that watch our show are people that have other jobs are currently in the process of making this their full-time gig to then maybe make it into something that is automatic and then they can just go out and do other things right because like that's Mm -hmm. that's the beauty with this business is like once it's running it's really not that time consuming so if you're not looking to grow it consistently you can grow it to the level of happiness that you need and then Mm -hmm. go do other things while this pays your bills kind of like you're doing
1: yeah completely um it definitely takes a village and you know building the right team. I have team, a team of cleaners, handymen, um, I have a whole like a VA, a couple of VAs actually, and a business manager now that kind of helped me create everything how it needs to be and do the day to day. Each property that, you know, that we co-host for or that I have of my own, I make sure that it has its own cleaner for that property. If it's not one that I can use for multiple, we have backups just in case, you know, cause life happens. Um, but really automating our systems as much as possible and getting people that you not only trust, but really have the same values of you um, is important. A lot of it, I like to keep it as in-house as possible. And when I say in-house, I like in the family, um, so family or friends that I trust and have been long-term, I like to bring them on, uh, when I can, but, you know, really people that have the same mindset as you and understand what you're trying to create. Cause it's not just a cleaning job. It's just not, it's not just a fixing thing. It's so much more than that. You, you know, you're creating an experience for everyone. And those pe- like not only are your guests have to be valued and appreciated your team, um, you have to appreciate them and value them because those are the moving parts. 100%, 100%.
0: Well, yeah. well, before, before we get into the uh, the last question here, I want to be respectful of your time. I want to acknowledge you. I love your energy, like <laughs> your smile, like you're just super positive, like you just have an infectious personality and you're very Yay. giving <laughs> with your time and you you add a lot of value, right? And you're not afraid to share you know, your tips, tools, tactics, strategies, and obviously you have a coaching program. And I want you to talk about that in a second, but you know, you're always looking for ways to add value and, you know, doing different collaborations on clubhouse and Instagram and all these things, and just trying to help people move the needle forward. So I want to acknowledge you for that. So for the listeners, you know, where, where can they get in touch with you? Where can they learn more about your coaching, Instagram, clubhouse, all that good stuff?
1: Perfect. Um, Well, Clubhouse and Instagram, my handle is at Tatiana TT. um, That's with two ends. And then so all my information's on there. And you guys, we offer lots of value as well, especially with the IG lives that Mike was on one of them. Um, So there's lots of gems dropped in there. And on top of that, my program is called thanks for booking it's launching uh the early bird doors open next week on monday and then it officially launches on august 15th Um, so definitely check that out it'll be the link in my bio but i'll be dropping information all over my stories
0: i love it i love it so the last question that we like to ask all of our guests is what is your number one secret to success with short-term rentals
1: Perfect. My number one secret for success. Well, I guess it's two po- two points um, to it is, you know is how always keep in mind how you can in you know increase the experience for the guest. What is your unique value proposition and make sure that you present that and bring it to you know, if you have one property or all of them that it's provided throughout, um, and that you brand yourself properly. Um, that's huge. At the end of the day, it's a business, their marketing is still involved. So it's all about how you brand yourself. And then the last part I would say is, you know, when you are creating your strategy and your plan for your business, always allow components where you can pivot because, you know, if you're not, if your business isn't able to, um, or if you don't have a strategy in place where you can't pivot on your feet, Um, you know, you're going to be stuck in the same place and spending more time trying to figure out how to get over those obstacles than moving forward. And, you know, COVID was a good example of that. Everyone that was in the short-term rental business, um, even though we were still moving, there was a moment in time where everyone kind of had to pivot and be like, okay, well, what are we doing now in this course of time and work from there? So definitely something to keep in mind.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, Thank you again for being on the show. Truly appreciate you coming on here. And um, for the listeners, make sure you check out those links. We'll have everything down in the show notes. And uh, we'll talk to you soon, Tatiana. Thanks again so much. Really appreciate it. Great.
1: Awesome. Thank you, guys.
0: Ciao. Take care, everybody.